Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Throw back with us tomorrow. That's as long as the drive from Nebraska goes well. <laughs> uh, we're going to get to SEC discussion and college football and the playoff headlines. That's coming up. We'll do that with SEC Mike. Looking forward to that. That's in hour number three today. We've got some games going on right now. And before we recap what happened across the NFL, starting with Brady and Rodgers, who they're back. All of a sudden, the old guys are back. Let's check in with Davey Hudson. Davey, what is the game of the day so far? Well, right now, if you're looking for points, you're at least getting that in the Cotton Bowl. USC currently leads 35-30 to 30 over Tulane. Kind of go, not going back and forth just yet, but USC just barely hanging on. Jerry Rice's kid is going off. I believe he's at six receptions, 174 yards, and two touchdowns. Caleb Williams making some electric plays out there, so that's definitely going to be one in the fourth quarter. It should come down to the wire. I'm excited to see how it ends. Mississippi State wins 19-10, and we, that was a bad beat for, for Dan. <laughs> <laughs> three and a yeah, half. Illinois, three and a half, and yeah, they, they were up 60 three. 60-yard touchdown on the lateral. Let me, let me go to Caleb Williams real quick. Yes. Would you like him here? No. No, I don't want anyone that's writing "fu" on their knuckles, and then you know, right. no one's talking about it, kind of thing. You know, it's just no, no, no. He's pretty I, good. I well, mean, I know, let's I know take he's good. No, he's very good. Yeah, he's very good, and you know, chances are he'll be good at the next level too. But I mean, he's he's the Heisman winner because Hendon Hooker got hurt. Let's speak that into existence. Would you want Hendon Hooker here? Well, I would love that. Yeah, yes. Joe Milton. Uh, Joe Milton, no. Let's pump no. the brakes. Yeah. Just slow down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You can have him in Indy. And Will Levis. Oh, man. Joe <laughs> Milton throws that ball, man. He slings it. Look he at can. what he did to Clemson. He's an All-American. Bring him first pick. So, all of a sudden, Brady and Rodgers yeah. are back in the playoff picture. Tom Brady, fourth quarter deficit yet again. My DraftKings, Outkick.com slash bet, one of my picks was Carolina outright. They were up 14-0 uh, on the road in Tampa. They're up 11, and the Buccaneers rally down 11 to win it. Mike Evans, who had three touchdowns all season, his first touchdown since the first week of October happened in this game, and then he ends up uh, scoring multiple times, had a great day with uh, the first half and second half, and... Brady ends up passing for 432 yards. He passes for three touchdowns. He had a rushing touchdown. It's his best day of the season, and it comes in a clinching game and a clinching final score for Tampa as they go yet again and win the NFC South, albeit a bad division. And Tampa hasn't been a good team. But here's Brady. And then Rodgers has a win-and-in scenario this coming week against Detroit, where if the Green Bay Packers win that game, they're also in as the seventh seed headed into the wild card weekend. 
How have you guys, I'll tell you how I've talked about uh, both on my show about three weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, well, Roger's body language looks awful. Looks like he doesn't want to be there. Looks like he wants to go grab a bottle of scotch and sit in the woods somewhere doing peyote or something. I don't know. But And then I looked at Brady and I thought, you know what? Brady can throw the football, but that whole thing looks dysfunctional. Because he's always, he, even though he struggled this year, and you made mention of going, you know, Evans and him having connected. But he looks good throwing the football still, but he didn't look like he wanted to be there. And you got to give both guys credit. Rodgers, isn't he the guy that always tells everybody, relax? He'll be fine. We'll get it going. Well, he's got a chance. I, I've been fascinated. I thought yes. I I thought that yesterday, Tom Brady was as good as you know, ever. I mean, I thought he was so good. I couldn't stop watching him throw the football. Well, and he, you're right. He has not. He has. He's about to break the record for passing uh, for completions. He broke that last year, and he's on pace to break his own record right. this year. But you know, from the thirty thousand foot view. The perception is he's been way off. And the offense has seemed off, but he's throwing more than he ever has in any games, you know, on, on average. They're still lacking that run game to keep them as balanced as they need to be. And he's he and the team and the final scores have suffered for it. Fournette hasn't been very good. I mean, no, and, he, he and he's been banged yeah, up. He's banged you know? up. And they don't, you know, they've been going, but you know what? I, I swear. You're younger than me, but every guy my age or around it should be on this freaking TB12 stuff. Whatever he's doing. That's too difficult. It's hard, but damn. Think about, think about no, this. The, the guy has never had – think about how hard this is. Tom Brady has never had a sip of coffee. It, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Even if you don't like coffee – You've tried coffee. Is this, is this in? Is this like going back? Because he wasn't TB12 guy until his in his never. life. Well, you're right. That's that's a deal breaker. We're not having that. But I would say this, like if you look <laughs> again, at, like it's just if you look at Tom, I can't Brady, be TB12 because I I mean I was born. <laughs> you know, like if, if you look at Tom Brady and you just watch him drop back and throw the football. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's as good as anybody. So he's—I don't know. Did you see his post-game comments when did, he was asked about playing this coming week? Because it's a meaningless game, and yeah. they're, they're locked into the four seed, and they can't control who they're going to face. It's likely Dallas. However, Philadelphia lost. Dallas won, and if Dallas wins and Philly loses this coming weekend, Dallas wins the division, and it would be Philly on the road in back-to-back seasons um, down in Tampa. For round one. Um, but he, he was asked about, hey, do you want to play in this game that you can't improve anything? And he's like, look, I haven't missed a game other than in my career, other than when I tore my ACL. And then he hesitates. He's like, and uh, when I wasn't allowed to play because I was suspended for four games. And then he continues with his answer and then proceeds to tell everyone how polite he was to Goodell in the league when he really didn't want to be in that moment yesterday. There's always this chip on his shoulder with that. All right. I love it. I think it's fantastic. And let me further Over that Over Deflategate, by the way. That was started by my boys in Indy. <laughs> but, so think about this. So many of your friends or guys, well, they, they talk bad about their wives or their girlfriends. And I have a, I have a theory in my life. I, don't, I will never do that. Because I know if my wife left me, I'd be a train wreck. So I always tell guys that are friends of mine that are complaining about their wives and their mm-hmm. girlfriends. I say, well, 
if she left you, you'd be a mess, so just shut up. Tom Brady, in the middle of this season, gets dumped. Like, like you know, by all accounts, he wanted to not get divorced. Giselle wanted to. So he gets dumped. And now he's playing football. And most guys will tell you, in every job, you know, some guys get divorced. They go to pills. They go to the bottle. They go to whatever. He just starts playing better. Like oh, He's doing what he loves. Yes, but there's a... I get that, but there's – I swear, I've seen guys that I thought were the strongest – like two of them, I can – man, their wife left them, and their deal was over. Like, they had to – but Brady's just like, yeah, okay. And then somebody sent me a picture of the woman he's dating now, and okay, I'm just dating another one. I'm not going to go do that. I'm like, that's incredible toughness, in my opinion. Because a lot of guys fall apart. Well, but he's just different. I, I mean, know. But he, he left for 11 days during training camp. Prior to that, he retired for 40 days. Right. You know, to go Gets spend divorced. time with family. Yeah, and then throughout all that, you know, the, the offense is not nearly as efficient as it was a year ago, and they didn't have a run game a year ago. But here's Brady bringing back the, the greatness. We've seen how many of these final drives this year with him, these fourth-quarter uh. comebacks. It is, uh, it's fun. The, it's game, the games aren't great. Full, full games aren't great. But in the moment, that dude comes up with some play. And Tampa's defense also made some big plays yesterday against Carolina. They did. But I, I just go to the mental toughness of this guy. Like, I thought he looked old for a while. I didn't, yeah, I, did I, didn't, too. I never thought he looked disinterested. I thought he looked frustrated. I thought Rodgers looked disinterested. Well, see, the, the, what's changed about Green Bay isn't Rodgers. I think it's their run game. Oh, they, they were great yesterday. They yeah. piled up yeah. 163 yeah. yards, and that's the difference right now. For they're, they're leaning on the run, and they're allowing the young playmakers around the, the passing attack to yeah, it, make plays, but they're not the, they don't have to be the focus of why or why not they're winning or losing. And now they've rattled off these games where you've had other – everything's fallen into place for them, Dan. And Rodgers is taking advantage of that in the moment as well. Well, let me let me go to your guys, the Titans. You know, Travis yeah. Entian, he goes for 100-plus. For the most part, Houston has played people tough here of late. I mean, yeah. and yesterday it was over. And to your point, um, what did I see? 17 to 21 is all that Lawrence was for 150, but the run game was so good and the defense, you know. They took it. So the, the majority of the, the main starters for Jacksonville, they played in this game. 28-3 was the score whenever Lawrence went out third quarter. Mm -hmm. So they didn't have to finish the ETN same way. But I, they, in a meaningless game where the result doesn't factor into what they're headed into, which is they're hosting the Titans now on Saturday night. We know the two games, uh, Chiefs-Raiders, Titans-Jags. They're hosting the Titans knowing that I mean, it's the AFC South championship game, Period. right? If you win, you're in. If you lose, you go home. And it's the playoffs. Peterson played his starters yesterday, and I wonder how things change. Maybe they don't. I wonder how things change knowing that they play on Saturday because the Titans played on Thursday. They've got four extra days, and they didn't even play their main dudes. They, they ensured that Henry and Simmons and Autry and, you know, they, they ensured that those guys are not going to be on injured reserve for Week 18. Meanwhile, Jacksonville played their starters, and now they're on the road in Houston. They have a short week to prepare for this game. I don't, 
I don't, I don't mind the approach that Peterson went with because they, they have to have a killer mentality. You know, they haven't been in this moment, this, this roster, I'm saying. Very young roster. And you want to have that focus going into the postseason, unlike, hey, we're going to take our foot off the gas here, and then we'll turn it back on in a week and a half. I don't, it just doesn't work like that unless you have experienced the moments already, which the vets on the Titans roster have when they've been running this division. It was different approaches to this week 16, week 17. But I think it's going to work out in Jacksonville's favor regardless of the circumstance. They, I, they are peaking at the right time. Well, I think to your point, I guarantee you that the brass of Jacksonville are creating a stink right now. Oh, no doubt. With the scheduling. They're treated like crap with this. They really are. Um, I think Jacksonville, also to your point, I think when you, you know, I always used to call it this, you get into this late in the season and you get, it's like you have a covering over you. It's it's mm. unbelievable, and everything is focused, and it doesn't happen every year. It just doesn't. But I think Jacksonville is in that deal right now. I think Jacksonville went through all that they've gone through, including earlier this year, came out of it better uh, for whatever the reason. Maybe you can Doug Peterson. Maybe there's a couple guys in that locker room nobody knows about that are terrific leaders. Maybe it's Trevor Lawrence. I, I don't know. But I know this. They seem to have this this focus, this I, I just call it covering. It's just a sheath of it's over you, and we're all in this underneath this thing together, and we're all moving forward. And to your point, I'm I, I would not have changed anything, and I because you don't want to break that. You mm-hmm. don't want to come out of that. It's a it, it, guys that have coached are like, yeah, you know, everybody has a different way to explain it, but nobody really can. Um, but I that's what I see with Jackson. I think regardless of when the games play, I think Tennessee has a huge problem. Now, now, hey, look, strip sack. Uh, you turn him over, you know, that game changes. You know, it's just like any other sport. Guy hits six threes in a row, game changes. Or a right. pitch, pitcher goes nuts and starts striking, game changes. But the setup matters, but at the setup right now favors, I think, Jacksonville, even though they're they're a little bit under the gun. I, I agree. It's not, a, it's not a good Titans team, and many of the fan base just wants the offseason to go ahead and get started. You know? I, let me ask you this. Let me, let me ask you that, though. Because the offseason has started in Indy. And for me personally, as a fan, I hate it because there's only two teams in my life that I've ever really rooted for. I grew up rooting for the Chicago Bears, and they were never any good except 85. And then the, the, the Colts. And when you were in a playoff with your team, your mm-hmm. team, you know, Jack, that's really fun. Like, 4 o'clock, we're playing against so-and-so. Man, I don't give a damn what we got to do. We're getting done, and we're going to sit and watch. But when you don't have that, so if I'm fans, I'm like, hey, I don't care how bad we are. Get us in the playoffs, and at least you got one day of sitting there watching. Yeah, and I, I think the I think the that change that mindset changed whenever Joshua Dobbs was inserted into the lineup for the better. Yes, I mean he had, he had he been, gives hope. He was signed off the Detroit Lions practice squad uh, nine days prior to being named the starter last week against Dallas, and he actually ran the offense. Malik Willis wasn't doing that. And now with Ryan Tannehill officially on injured reserve, he's done. So it's Joshua Dobbs to start in Jacksonville on Saturday. Vrabel made that official today. And quite frankly, within the first completion of the game, we knew it was official that <laughs> Joshua Dobbs would be starting his second career game uh, against Jacksonville in Week 18. Isn't it, isn't it astounding, though? You look at guys. Like, you draft Willis in the third round, right? Yeah. Okay. Colts draft this guy, Jacob Eason, who was the number one high school quarterback, didn't make it at Georgia, went out here in the fourth round. 
and neither one of them can play. I mean, at least not yet. Maybe Willis right. can, but right now. No, he can't. And Brock Purdy comes in here as the last guy picked. Outstanding It's story. unbelievable. And you know what? So I thought yesterday's win for San Francisco, the Raiders yet again give up another double-digit lead. It's the fifth time that's happened. ESPN Stats and Info. It's the first time it's ever happened five times for an individual team to give up the double digits in the same regular season. The Raiders have done it, but... San Fran wins in overtime. And I thought what the way Brock Purdy had to bring that team back in the moment, that will carry over to the postseason. That it's not a postseason team that they knocked off, but you had the experience for a guy who's the final pick in the NFL draft and the third string quarterback to lead his team and make some plays and show that they can actually do that. There are no questions about and Shanahan. It runs the same – I mean, he's letting this guy throw all oh, over so the yard. Different. Think about think about where they're at. Okay, now there's Purdy there, okay? Yeah. When they were in training camp, they told Jimmy G, go work out over there. Mm-hmm. Go to the other field and play. So you got this guy, all right, Trey Lance, he's our guy. Jimmy G's a distraction, so you go over there, you know, and so then the Brock Purdy's sitting there going, hey, this is crazy, right? This guy just led you to the NFC Championship game. He's on the other field. I'm here as the last pick. I don't mean anything. I'm Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, I'm and practice think, squad. And think about it. Think about how, how good that culture is in San Francisco. Now, again, who knows? You know, again, a playoff game, you can get beat, that kind of stuff. But it is amazing when you talk about every team talks about, well, the quarterback – has the room. The quarterback is the leader. The locker room is with this guy. Okay, well, in San Francisco, okay, the locker room was with this guy while the other guy was running third team reps on the other field, and the other guy was the last player picking the draft. It's amazing. And Shanahan, I don't know if he's the coach of the year. There's a lot of guys. A lot of guys think Dable. A lot of guys think whoever you want to think, but Shanahan's done an unbelievable job. It's really hard for me not to say Brian Dable. I understand. Giants back in. I understand. Year I one. I know. And that, that roster's not that uh, – I see that roster. The roster's not that good. Name me a wide receiver. I can't. Like I, I, that, I mean, even, even the group that was you know, on you – know, I, I say the Titans have the worst wide receiving core. The Giants in week one were here, and you started going through their guy. You're like, man, okay, can they stay healthy here? Can they do this or that? And no, they haven't been able to. But they're still able to produce. Daniel Jones has been really good. He's he got them back in the postseason. He had an outstanding day yesterday. I, yeah. I know you watched every snap of this against Indy. I think he's going to get another contract there. All of a sudden, I think he can be a solution for them, and they figured some things out with Daniel Jones. Saquon Barkley, same thing. No, no doubt. Let, let back me. to his elite status, and that plus this coach. The, but Dayball's coaching staff and the job he's done to take what he had and win. How many coaches come in? and start making excuses, you know, Ooh. just for spin, Ooh. just to gain a year, get your footing and your ground as a first-time head coach, you know? And I didn't hear a single thing out of New York. They had, at one time, 24 players on their projected, well, it was at the time 70-something, 75-man roster in camp. They had over 24 players that weren't able to even participate in a practice for like three consecutive days. Going. And they just kept going. Here's the thing with Daniel Jones. Let me ask you this. We see teams give up on quarterbacks. Okay. I did a thing on this. Every guy that got traded this year, 
Whether it's Baker oh. Mayfield, Russell Wilson, <laughs> Matt Ryan, even Deshaun Watson, who I guess played well the other day, whatever. Or, or the guys that, quote, moved up in the draft. Wow, he's really – Zach Wilson's really moving up in the draft. Why? Because he threw a ball with his headset on. Or Mitchell Trubisky, my God, when you talk to him, he's blah, 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 blah. They all stink. So if I'm New York and I got a guy like Daniel Jones who ran for 90-plus yards yesterday, by yeah, the way, yeah. so he can move, which is a modern way to plan. He, he's growing with Barkley or Guess or an assist. I got to be very careful because the answer then becomes – who are we getting to replace him? We're making the playoffs. We're not getting an early draft choice unless they had traded for one. I don't have it right here. Who are you getting to replace that guy? Well, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. Right? I know. So they don't they can they could get out of his deal fully paid without guaranteeing him. But they you know, can that, also bring him back. Top contract. Yes, they can. Yeah. They and, and a much more affordable deal cap wise, if they needed that. I'm just telling you, you man, I've seen, how many teams? Indianapolis, we were so lucky for years. Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. They're so lucky. And now we've learned, wait a second, you're trying to piecemeal this. Right, yeah. You guys here got lucky. Not lucky. You made a smart move. Tannehill has solidified it. I know he's not, you know, Bob Greasy leading undefeated, but he's getting you to the playoffs. You get a number one seat. He's the quarterback. And now he's not. And now look at what you got, right? You're excited that Lou Dobbs is starting for you. <laughs> <laughs> Money line. Yeah. Hey, but so the it's not like they were good this year with Tannehill. The off Tannehill's fine. The offense was not good. You know, they've averaged about the same amount of points every week, regardless of who the quarterback's been. That's why I'm riding with Jacksonville. And and that's why I would vote Dayball as the, Where the would you coach put of the Peterson? year. Peterson It's pretty good. It's pretty good what he's done. So, and just looking at the so if, if I'm voting for Peterson, I better vote for Mike Tomlin then, because of what they they've were two come and back six. From, he's huh? never had a losing season, and there is a scenario where Pittsburgh can get into the postseason, and they can also by winning last night in Baltimore, they can avoid another losing season. They, I mean, it's it's remarkable. What that was it? Two thousand three was their last losing season. Yeah. He, 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 Here's something about um, Rick Venturi has been in the NFL, was in the NFL a thousand years. And one of the early games, uh, the Colts went down to Jacksonville, got beat. Yes. And he told me, he goes, Dan, I'm telling you, I'm getting on that plane. And I'm not just looking at it on the mm. field. I'm looking at it. He goes, Jacksonville surpassed Indianapolis. He said that in like week two. It just in what they are doing for their organization and how they're going about their business and the talent level that they had, which is amazing. They've drafted well. They've, I, They've I thought drafted the Indian well. draft. I remember telling Urban when he did, I go, hey, look, I don't know, but I know that's a brilliant draft because everybody's looking for a Debo Samuels. Everybody's looking for a guy that can run it, that can catch it, can go make plays. You know, you mentioned – actually, you can take both of our team, t Titans and the Colts. Name me a wide receiver that scares you. Oh, there's no threat. No threat. Neither team. No. Your team. Not, neither team. Neither. Some threats uh, that played in the draft uh, – played this weekend that are headed to the NFL draft – for Alabama. We'll hit that. We'll recap our thoughts on Notre Dame, South Carolina, and uh, this weird, weird situation with Drew Brees, who was coaching in the Citrus Bowl. We'll detail what was weird about it and the sportsbook element of it, and we'll get some <laughs> other scores from the bowl games currently in progress for those that have gone final. All next on Outkick 360. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Dan Dockich in right for Chad Withrow today. I'll kick 360. Happy New Year. Dan, were you in Florida for this? Because you yeah. had a big trip, right? Big trip. My, uh, We go down to Florida. We were there. I got a little sick, but we survived. Uh, family, kids come down, drove up here last night from uh, where we were at. We were at Longboat Key, drove up here, doing it, and then headed back to Indy tonight. It's good. Don't at me with Dan Dockich across do the it. Outkick Network. You can catch him uh, tomorrow morning. Bright and early, 8 Central, 9 Eastern. Got Bruce Pearl coming on. There you go. Yeah. Bruce coming oh, on. How long have you known Bruce? Oh, I've known Bruce since we were assistants. He was at Iowa. Uh, man, this is mid-80s maybe. Uh, I've known Bruce a long time. Then, you know, he was he was at Southern Indiana. I was at Indiana. I didn't really interact very much over the years. But when I got into broadcasting, he was great. You know, cover a game of his, he was great. Then he was out and he was with us at ESPN, did some shows with him and really liked him. And so, yeah, yeah, I know people in Tennessee liked him. Loved him. Loved him. You know, he threw a hell of a barbecue, too. <laughs> that barbecue oh, affected cost. a lot of places, man. Aaron Kraft led a lot of wins at Ohio State. What could have been? What could have been? <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, yeah, you should have a barbecue sponsor for oh, him tomorrow my morning. God. I think I, I I think he would laugh. He would. Oh, laugh. absolutely! I, I think he'd think. love it. Bruce, we are sponsored by City Barbecue. Well, now he can. Yeah. Now you know. Now he could do it with the NIL. <laughs> yes. Just have the collective host. I tell you what, he's doing a great job, man. Auburn. He just makes. And you know what he's doing? He's doing a lot of political things on Twitter, which is interesting. I'm going to get into that with him a little bit yeah. tomorrow. Why? You know, you get to a certain age, you. Hey, what are they going to do to him? He's already been banned. He's already won. He's been to the Final Four. I mean, what are you going to do? So um, I, I love when guys step outside. I do. I think it's great. You can't give him anything more than a lifetime contract. So I think he's doing okay. Yeah, he's just okay. Yeah. I mean, he's living on the Plains, which I didn't – you've been to Auburn? You've been to Auburn. Yeah. I like Auburn. It's fine. It's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't want to live there. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I would, I'd like to live in – I wouldn't mind Tuscaloosa. Nashville would be great. Indy's fine. But I'm not – I don't want to live in Auburn. Live, live where you get paid. You know, mm. Vandy's in Nashville. You know, one of the things they're not handing out big time salaries. I was, I was driving. I meant to ask you about this. I was driving. I was about a week ago, and I'm just turning, and I see on my Sirius XM that Grambling is beating Vandy in basketball late. So I oh, yeah. listened to the end of the game. That wasn't good. Like I'm, <laughs> they've already given Stackhouse the extension too. I know. So. Right. No one's paying attention Does to the Does anybody program. care? I was going to ask you. No, but that, that's the problem, though. They yeah. should at Vandy for hoops, you know? Kevin Stallings did a pretty good job here. You can get mad at sure. him. You can get mad he left, all that kind of stuff. But he did a pretty good job here. I thought he did a really good job, actually. Tough spot. Davey, give us a scoreboard update on uh, what's going on currently with the Cotton Bowl. I thought... USC was going to run away with it just a minute ago, but then Tulane, they, they bring me back in. It's now 45-37, to 37, USC, four minutes left in the game. And, I mean, what's interesting, though, is Tulane, 
they're not putting the ball in the air. I mean, this is a team built through the run. They've only completed or attempted 11 passes on the day. So I don't know clock situation if they get down to it. Currently down eight. We'll see if they can make a run. But as it relates to the Citrus Bowl, LSU just taking the Boilermakers out behind the woodshed, 56-7. to Good. It's just <laughs> they're, they're just basically trying to run the clock out now at this point. And we still uh, T-minus 28 minutes until the Rose Bowl gets underway. I uh, mean, that's going to be a good game with uh, Utah and Penn State. I was on Team Tulane here, Dan. I, I didn't think USC would show up and want to be there after the way they fell out of the, the, their championship game and out of the college football playoff. But hey, uh, put them right there with well, the way Alabama showed up this past weekend as well. Um, I, I thought what USC's doing is impressive considering opt-outs and considering what you were playing for versus what you ended up not within the span of one week in a championship weekend where, you know, Ohio State's in the playoff because they didn't play in the Big Ten yeah. championship game. And real quickly, on the kickoff, USC fumbled the ball out of bounds at the one. They'll maintain possession, okay. but it's, they'll have to go pretty pretty good distance here. Caleb Williams has 460 yards. He can sling it, man. Jeez. And you don't want him. You don't like the nails. No, I don't. I don't. No, I don't like the nails. I don't want a guy who paints his nails, and I don't want uh, unless he's a catcher. I gotta tell uh, you, and I, I don't want uh, you know, not even paint. He's writing, you yeah. know, f u on his knuckles for whoever the the Do you opponent ever get a is pedicure? that week. No, I never have. You ever get a pedicure? You once, guys, huh? Had it once. You get him, right? Oh, my God. You ever get a pedicure? Of course Matt has. It's the greatest thing <laughs> in the world. I go once every three weeks. And at Christmas time, I get green and I get red painted on my toes. Well, okay. Hang on. Hang on. I said I never have. We, we once did this on air together as a show. So I have done oh, it once. And what we had a great day. We had a Titans player that came over and did it with us. He was elated to come over If you and do got it. one pedicure, how do you not have ten? Right? I just I haven't. I don't think about pedicures. I don't think about Manny Petties like you do. I do. I think about, all right, this one's over. When can I get another one? In fact, <laughs> my wife and I, we're, we're going Thursday. I got to get one. Every, it, it, it's the one. T- How do I put this? Nobody can bother you when you're getting a pedicure. You might, Remember when you were a little kid and you were scared and you got under your blanket and you pulled a blanket over your head and no one could get you? When you're getting a pedicure, that's it, your pe- that's this version for you. Yeah, nobody, nobody. There's nothing that can happen to you that goes bad. The market could crash. Doesn't matter. Just scrubbing my feet. It, I don't care. <laughs> it does not matter. You get, you take your iPad. You sit there. Next thing you know, you lay back and you fall asleep. And and you know what? It your f- feet first. It's an army thing. And women, women are. I'm just going to tell you, women are brilliant. Why don't you just go get a massage? That's fine too. But it's not like a pedicure. Women are brilliant. Women do things like, well, we're going to go spend the day, get a pedicure. And I'm always laughed at my wife. And I'm like, well, until I did it, and like, I'm, I'm spending the day. And whatever. I'm, my wife wears a robe. I'm like, get me a robe. I wear a robe now. I'm telling you. It's amazing what happens whenever you're not on radio in India anymore. <laughs> you have all this time. <laughs> I know. I know. But Your final I, day, did you go get a pedicure? I didn't know it was going to be my final day. <laughs> well, I know, but you know if you're going to pedicure or not, apparently. Uh, if, if I wanted... It was a weekday, so I'm assuming you I did. If I wanted to make myself feel better, then yes, I would have got... <laughs> I'm saying to escape. I would have gotten you know? myself a nice little pedicure. There you go. Yeah, and I get the extras. 
Uh, well, ne- hey, next time you're in town, I've I've got the I've got the place. You do for oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I mean, look, there there are certain happy places in the world. I, I like this place. I swear to God, like this old smoky place. When I walk in, I'm like, this is just makes you feel yeah. good. This joint, pedicure makes me feel good. Watching sports in the morning makes me feel good. So the the place I'm going to send you. Yeah, no free shout outs, but they they swapped their marketing campaign to where they focused on sports talk radio men 2554 and you could give the gift of relaxation and your gift giving was easy because you could you, well, know, you don't want to say online. the name because they don't sponsor yeah a moment's peace they're great oh. um but you know the the it, it they're phenomenal with their business structure and it made total sense people are like what are they doing talking about all this stuff and they crushed it crushed it they, By just having guys buy these gift cards. Oh, my God. I, I, I do a thing every year, or I did, on my show about what guys should get your wife. Yeah. And one of the things, I don't do it every year, but one of the things is, look, it's the old standby. Uh, get a pedicure. Get get a manicure. Get get a facial. I had a facial. Kaylee, we have a facial. Haley, you have a facial? Oh, the facial. Kaylee. Kaylee, as I call her. Uh, the facial is unbelievable. The facial if if I could get a day, and maybe I'm going to do this this week, if I could get a day where I get a facial than a pedicure, I that might be better than I don't know. So you birth need, of children. Yeah, you want the full day of peace at a moment's peace salon a day spa <laughs> is what that's called. I do. I want a day spa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honey, give me a day at the spa. You and oh. I'd be good. We'd get in robes. We'd drink champagne. We'd talk a little sports. There's an Orchids of Asia joke in here somewhere, I too, know. by <laughs> the and way. I know, and I know what that is. Yeah, so does Robert Kraft. Yeah. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Outkick360. Um, Iowa takes down Kentucky 21-0 this past weekend here in Nashville, the Music City Bowl. Uh, a total bore. Yeah. This was uh, – had two pick sixes, the battle of no offense, and – for the first time, I wasn't paying attention to what normally is a nice matchup between the two power conferences in college football. Do, do you pay attention to point spreads and money line? Oh, and, yeah. And, and, and over-unders? Did you yes. see the over-under in that game? They, they 31. Cr- 31, and I, I thought it was a, a, a gimme, a layup that it wasn't going to hit the over. They had a fourth-string quarterback playing for Kentucky, know. you know? I know. And Iowa, you know what Iowa does? Iowa can show up with you or I playing quarterback. I'm looking at Caleb Williams there, and if he played quarterback there, they might win 12 games, but they yeah. win eight games no matter. It doesn't matter. Eight to ten. doesn't matter who is there, what is there. They just do that. Um, I thought that was a ter- terrible game to watch. I want to go back to something. You got to look at Nick Saban, and I know Nick Saban could care less about being on that stage, getting a trophy for a game, right? You know, but you got to look at that program and go, man, I tell you what, that's pretty impressive how those kids came out that are first pick in the draft, maybe, maybe Will Anderson, whoever. The way they played was unbelievable, really was. Well, the fact they played, that's number one. Just uh, you've got you've got two of the top five picks in the NFL draft that chose not to opt out for a, a game where they're not playing for a championship. You know, a down year for Bama's two losses. You Do you know? remember what they did with the last year's runner-up trophy? They didn't even put it in their trophy case. They put it in the, in the there cafeteria. No there was no they room said, for it. In they, 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 were, they said it's a, it's a participation trophy. Let me ask well, you. It's a, motiv- it's a motivating factor for Saban. 
you have the runners up trophy while in the training room while right. guys are eating. Right. So they don't want to stare at that all day. Bryce Young too little. Oh, this in today's game, no. I know it. Uh, because it's it's on the move. It's you know influences from the college offenses, Dan, are continuing to hit the NFL, even though it feels like it already has, and it has, but not to the full extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, I don't think he's he's too small. The I want to see that you know Kyler Murray. I want to see Kyler Murray on the move more. You know, um, Russell Wilson is so much better on the move than he is behind the pocket, and for whatever reason, he's he's throwing a lot from the pocket in Denver this past year. So I, I think it's all it's all about fit and who he's paired with in the draft right now. That's going to be Houston, but we don't uh, we don't know we don't have a clue who the coaching staff is going to be. Right, like I, I don't think it's going to be Lovey Smith. If you were, if you were him, you know, would you consider because they have been inept here in Houston? Like you don't really see the whole Eli Manning. You know, I get drafted and I want out, and I got power enough to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? I, yeah. I, in an era where players are the most important deal, and they can, you don't really see that. If I gotta tell you. It's like, I would say this, Derek Jeter playing in New York made him Derek Jeter. Now, he's a great player, but if he was a shortstop for Kansas City, you know, I, I don't know. Mike Trout's great, right. but we don't ever see him. And all of a sudden, you get to go and you're going to play in the, in, with the Texans. I don't, you know, you play Sacramento Kings in basketball. Who cares? He couldn't do it. He'll be the first pick, I think. But, man, I would be. Yeah, Timmer Stroud. I think so. I mean, no matter if, what Kuyper says about Levis, it's Timmer Stroud. If you draft, if you draft Will Levis, <laughs> it is the Texans. But go on. How do I put this right? <laughs> like, like you had better. Your career's over. Like, and and I think you start out. Would you agree with this? Like, I think Nathaniel Hackett, the way his year started out, he was swimming upstream the whole year to prove himself. Like, oh, I, but had no chance to do it. No, but yeah, right. Yeah, and I'm saying the same thing with Levis. Like I think Levis is a figment of you mentioned well uh, you mentioned Kuiper it's a f- it, traits yeah another yeah. guy that well we're moving up because he's yeah. Tim Tebow but he can make a pass you know what I mean I, and those guys I'm telling you if you research it those guys don't work out well the now we're seeing more quarterbacks work out though from Bama which is really interesting um, who. Well, Tua well, and uh, uh, Mac Jones and Mac is jo- all right. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, well, and you know, Hertz was also at Bama too. Let's not yeah. forget about that. No, that's true. Um, so I, I don't hesitate to look for the quarterbacks from the SEC like I used to from certain colleges. But Kentucky, I mean, this is Levis is the most talked about QB there since Tim Couch, and we knew Tim Couch was the undisputed at that time. He's the top guy. I have not seen that from Will Levis. And there, there is a love affair with him that I just, I cannot explain to people when they ask me, why is he ranked so high? Why is he ranked above C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young for the draft? I don't think he is, but the top guys do. Again, you look at him in that picture right there, built, He's, strong, blah, 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 blah. Okay, right. it's great. Everybody, I mean, right. most guys are. But I just go, yeah. It, I've had two general managers, Bill Polian being one of them, that said, look, film don't lie. Now, you can make in your own mind somebody like a Levis in your own mind now be much better than he is 
or you can make him much worse. And then you go to a combine, and then you see his athletics, and then you talk to him, and he's schooled on how to react and talk and all that kind of stuff. Sure. And next thing you know, you got Mitchell Trubisky. Well, but so I also I also prefer believer in this. If it's Kyle Shanahan or Sean Payton or one of these offensive minds that we trust, and they want him, then every everyone's gonna be like, oh, of course, Will Levis is gonna be great. That's interesting, you know, because it's based yeah. on the fit with the coach and the philosophy and the just the overall setup for the offense. I don't like the way he holds the ball there. Aren't you supposed to hold it with the laces? Yeah, again, I, this, every, everything's awkward with Will Ellis to me. I uh, put some I big numbers, but I just can't stand the guys that are moving up the draft board. I know. A month after the football season's over, like stop it. Like uh, you know who didn't move up a month before the football season's over. Yeah, well, he did. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think Patrick Mahomes moved up because of anything other than people started watching film. It wasn't like all of a sudden, you know, man, we got to have this guy. Deshaun Watson certainly didn't, did he? Uh, Baker Mayfield did. Mayfield did. Trubisky Watson did. Yeah, you're right. If you, I, it's it's odd, man. And it's a lot of these bad franchises that are doing. No, this, there's no doubt. Know? No doubt. Um, speaking of, we're talking Bama. Jermaine Burton uh, from the Tennessee Alabama game. You know, he hit the the Tennessee fan, the female. Uh, he actually hit two, but the female on the field. Burton broke his silence on that incident. And we'll dive into that next, and I'll kick 360. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It was an extremely embarrassing moment for Jermaine Burton and for Nick Saban and the Alabama football program with how they handled uh, him putting his hand on a woman post-game as fans stormed the field. He struck a Tennessee fan, clear as day on video, and then never had any consequence for that. He was able to play. Nick Saban uh, said that he was scared in that situation. You can see the video. There's, there's nothing uh, to be afraid of from this particular incident for why he did this. But he, has, he broke his silence uh, after the game this weekend. The, the whole situation, it was a mistake. I can't hold that against myself forever, but a mistake is a mistake. You move past it. I'm not going to let a situation frame me as a person or shape me as a person because I know who I am and my team knows who I am. That from uh, Burton on Saturday after beating Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl. Not after losing to Tennessee, but after beating Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl. He is speaking on this totally weak, never actually apologizes for it. He's not going to be asked to do so. Uh, by anyone around him, and certainly not by his head coach or his university uh, as they left Neyland Stadium that day. You know, one of the things that is easy to do is just say, I screwed up. And you know one thing athletes do, and I make fun of it all the time, particularly, particularly Colts players, whenever they get in trouble, they always say three things. I'm a man. Only God can judge me, and it's in the past. Like, shut up. You know, again, I don't know if – 
he is and his people, his lawyer, are nervous about saying, I'm sorry, being an admission of guilt. But you see the video right there. It, there's no admission or not admission. You did what you did. Right. It'd be nice if he just said, look, I apologize to Emily Isaacs and her family. I, it was certainly out of character. I don't know why I did it, but I apologize for, you know, blah, 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 blah. I, so he can't hold that against himself. Oh, that's good. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. He put his hands on a woman, uh, and he's skating. It's more. You know, it's not more it's, unbelievable, it's, but it's so idiotic that Saban. Guys are so. I don't even know the reason. Like, if I'm Nick Saban, I got more money than I'll ever spend. I got more. Right. Whatever you want to call it, I got more cash. I got everything you need. I mean, nobody's gonna bring me down from my pedestal. How about standing up for a young lady that got hit by one of your players? Why is that so different? Uh, setting an example. Anything. And, and he did set an example, and it's a bad one because other coaches can point to this yeah. and say, you know what, we handled it internally, really? Yeah, I hope they don't. I hope they don't yeah. point to that. I hope they point to that when they actually make a decision internally uh, to set a player down for it. You know, that's what should have happened oh, no here. Question. And, you know, here we are hearing about it as we uh, bring in the new year for a game that took place Surprised in October. he's not up there. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up. We hit the headlines across the NFL, college football, and speaking of saving, there is something I totally agree with him on when it comes to not opting out. That's next and Outkick 360.